0: Off script with Trish Gloss, intimate interviews and conversations with interesting people. And in front of my mic today is Teresa Pullman. Hello. Hello. Good morning. And you are the owner of IMD. Yes. Correct. The. The the main chick over there. I'm the boss. The boss. <laughs> the girl boss. <laughs> High five to that. I have one of my reporters gave me a mug that says girl boss, and it's my favorite coffee mug.
1: I got a cup for myself that has that on it, but then I got the rest of my girls' cups that says that they're also the boss, so that okay. they know that they're just as important as I am.
0: Oh, I like that. Mm. I like that. But it still feels good to say you're the boss sometimes. Yeah, it's rewarding. It's a lot of responsibility. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk a lot about IMD in just a little bit, but first, where are you from originally?
1: Um, Well, I was born in Idaho, raised in Medford till I was about 11, and then grew up the rest of the time in Fresno, got my college and degree, everything done Mm -hmm. there, and then moved back at the end of 97 to start IMD.
0: Oh, okay. So what was your childhood like then? You grew up in Medford.
1: My child, I was a country bumpkin, which a lot of people would not think of me as that. I grew up on a branch showing horses. I showed horses until I was 16 years old. Wow! I actually went to nationals um, at 16 in Louisville, Kentucky, and went top 10. And then I was like, "Okay, I'm done. On to the next." So your family
0: then obviously horse people. Yes,
1: very much so. Okay, the whole family.
0: You have siblings.
1: Yes, seven of us.
0: Whoa! Wait, I know what? it just
1: blew your mind, right? <laughs>
0: I've known you for a very long time, I and I did not know that you had seven. Si- you have seven siblings. Yes,
1: all over Oregon and Washington and okay. Idaho.
0: Okay, everybody into horses.
1: Um. Yes, and now everyone but me. Now I've kind of become the city girl, and everyone's still doing the horse thing, and okay, I'm doing the modeling thing. Okay. Was it into horses
0: because you had to be into horses, or was it really truly like a family love?
1: No, I loved it. I mean, I. I I would sometimes sleep on the horses I mean I really I've always had a love for animals Um, anyone who knows me knows that I bring my two yellow labs to the office with me every Mm -hmm. day. And, um, so it's always been there. It's just that I also was very active in dance and singing. Mm -hmm. And so I couldn't do all three. There wasn't enough time in the day. So at 16, I just decided I want to focus on dance and singing.
0: Okay. And so showing horses, um, and I guess explain that to me. What does, what does that look like?
1: It's a, it's like a full-time job. Okay. Um, you are practicing, cleaning, um, prepping for shows, and you're on the road a lot doing horse shows. So, you know, you are missing quite a big chunk of school, which is why you have to be a good student, which I was. So it was fine for my parents. Um, I had to become very responsible at a young age, Mm -hmm. and I think that that's helped me in business. Um, Just learning how to take care of myself and, and prep myself for Kind of adult things, okay. m- meaning having conversations with with people, and um, yeah, just in general prep. Did you take them through courses? Was it? I mean, is it equivalent to like a dog show? Um, I showed both western and side saddle. Okay. And when I went to nationals, I showed side saddle, and I was actually the youngest person in the class. So it was it was a very c- cool accomplishment for me. But it was one of those things that it was like okay, it was like a it was like a bucket list. You know, yeah. Check. Okay. Now on to the next thing. Mm-hmm. And you won. I I didn't win, but I was oh. in the top ten. Okay, sorry. That would have been that would have been really. <laughs> that would have been amazing. i all. I won. Amazing. The Olympics. So after
0: you went to the nationals, it was it kind of like that feeling of yep, I did it. I'm good.
1: Yes. And yes. You quit all of a sudden. I did. Wow. It wasn't a popular decision in my family. To I was be just going to ask. Yeah. Um... Because again, I kind of had these other interests that I and I was in the elite choir, so we were traveling all over mm-hmm. for that. And then for um, for dance, I had already been by seventeen. I had been to New York three times. I was in the Macy's Day Parade, the um, the Florida Disney Parade. Wow! We, I mean, we we did a lot of things, and we were with we your were dance good. troupe? Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. So I really enjoyed doing that, and it was mm-hmm. it was one of the joys in my life, but I couldn't, there wasn't, like I said, enough hours in the day to do yeah. all of those. So I thought, well, I showed since I was like three till oh 16. My gosh. <laughs> I was just a little nugget, yeah. a little nugget on horse. Um, and then, yeah, and then I wanted to do other things. And funny, because then at 16, I started modeling. Right. So then that kind of came into right. the swing of things.
0: So I was always the kid who was the watch me, look at me, watch me Mm -hmm. obnoxiously. I mean, my Mm -hmm. mom has stories about, you know, I would put on plays by myself and I was the always on wanting to be on stage. Right, right. It sounds like that was a little bit of the
1: same for you? Yes, um, but more in the singing, dancing. Okay. Not the theater part of it, just the singing, dancing. Um, I loved, I did a lot of fashion shows, Mm -hmm. so I loved being up on stage, but not necessarily talking. It really took me in college to love getting up and doing speeches, okay. which then kind of led me into the other side of the business in the right. modeling and acting world.
0: Okay, so you lived in Medford how long, until when?
1: Until I was like 11, it was like halfway through my seventh grade, so I'd be like 12.
0: Okay, so then you guys moved to Fresno, mm-hmm. okay. Um, obviously the whole family, just was it just a decision, you just wanted to get out of there? Yes,
1: and it was not popular because as you know, yeah. we don't necessarily like Californians. <laughs> Oregonians so, don't
0: like Californians? I know.
1: So Wait. I was like, I don't want to go and be that person that people don't like from here. Oh, no. So it was a little bit hard. And again, I was this country girl who mm. didn't wear makeup and didn't know about fashion or anything. And it mm. was, it kind of reminded me a little bit of like a Friday Night Lights situation. Um, I was like that girl who loved kind of being outside and yeah. all of that. And then I came to this these, this. this school middle school that had so much money and so their rallies their football games thousands and thousands of dollars there was djs and speaker i mean it was like our high school is like their elementary school games like it's crazy (laughs) it's there's just a lot of money that they have Mm -hmm. down there to, to put into it so it was a culture shock for sure and then i i Went out for dance which is how i kind of met all of my friends from there okay which is honestly the best way getting
0: involved like you know because i was in dance as well mm-hmm. and inquire choir and that's how you meet your friends because exactly. like-minded people mm-hmm. yeah
1: and we we encourage that at imd to be involved in as many things as possible mm-hmm. because that's how you meet people and it makes you more well-rounded mm-hmm. um, whether you go to college or not sure
0: what were you like in high school
1: um what was i like in high school <laughs> it wasn't that long ago i know it was a long time ago um i would say i was busy i know that sounds funny but mm-hmm. i just was always doing something there was never a dull moment mm-hmm. i um we lived on on a beautiful ranch in clovis which is right outside of fresno and you know we we had you know my, my parents worked really really hard And um, so we had people over at our house all the time for pool parties and Mm -hmm. um, my dance parties and choir parties, you know, those Mm -hmm. kinds of things. So um, I was just busy. I was busy. I had a a lot of friends, and I enjoyed that. And I think that that was the hard part about moving back to Medford for me was all of Mm -hmm. a sudden I was that girl from the outside coming in Mm -hmm. You were the Californian. I was the Californian. Mm -hmm. Oh, no. So...
0: um, did, so obviously you went to college after high school. Yes. Where'd you go? Fresno State. Okay, and then did you move to Medford after yes. Fresno State? What'd you yes. study
1: it in school? Business Management. Okay. I did, a, I studied a lot in marketing too. I think I had like one class left to minor in marketing. I really enjoyed that side of it. Um, but yeah, I pretty much graduated and then I think I moved two months later. To Medford? To Medford, yeah. Did you know you wanted to open a modeling agency? I worked at an agency in Fresno for 16 to 23, and I enjoyed that experience, and it definitely changed my life, which inspired Mm -hmm. me to open IMD, but I also felt like there was a different way of doing it, having a little bit more personal relationships, and... I had made so many connections during that time with agencies and clients and things like that. Okay. I just thought that there was just a, a little bit of a different way to do it, but I was really scared to move back here. One because at that time it was 19 end of 97, it was a lot smaller. Mm-hmm. I mean, we had the mall, so you know, we were big time. Right. Um, but it it was, it scared me because I thought, you know, what if I fail? Then what? Mhm. And then I went back to that same question and said, okay, well, who cares? What if I fail? That's the worst thing that can happen. So then I go back to California and I get a job and. Right,
0: right. So you really were, it was a, you were jumping off kind of a jumping right. off point for you. Yes. Um, did you want to working at an agency in California, did you want to open one your way? Was that kind of yes. something for, okay.
1: Yes, and being, way more selective going through the process of mm-hmm. so some people come in and kids wise and you know right off the bat that you know they have they're five ten, they're a size two four, they're definitely going into modeling. And then you have other people who do an amazing read and you know that they're gonna be that great character actor. But some people come in who desperately just need an outlet, something to do so that they get better grades, so that they take the piercings out of their face and dye their hair back to regular color instead of pink and purple and blue, and take off the black eyeliner, and put their shoulders back and act like a young lady. Mm -hmm. And I know that sounds a little old fashioned, But sometimes when we're doing these open calls and kids come in and I look at them, and the first thing that goes through my head is, we are going to change your life. We are going to rock your world right now because we get excited about it. Right. And then all of a sudden, these kids, they're ordering their own food at restaurants. They are getting better grades. They're not doing drugs. And their parents... They're like, you can't even put a price on that mm-hmm. because you don't learn that in school. I wish that they'd had more classes like that in school, how to have more confidence in yourself, but they just, they don't. So we kind of pride ourselves on that aspect right. of us.
0: And I mean, this, the, the business of, of modeling is, can be somewhat controversial mm-hmm. because even you just said, you know, 5'10", a size 2 to 4, I mean, mm-hmm. that's, you know, that's not average.
1: Right. And, right.
0: and that's not, I don't wanna say it's not normal, but it's not, it's definitely not average. So is there a way like, I mean, what have you, what challenges have you faced? Cause you've been in this business a very long time. Mm-hmm. What challenges have you faced from people like that that just say, this isn't, this isn't right. Why are we, mm-hmm. why are we putting these these body types up here on a pedestal? Right.
1: Right. I can say the exact same thing about sports. So when you're looking for a quarterback, you're not gonna be looking for the 5'9 quarterback you're looking for the 6'2 quarterback. Mm -hmm. It's the exact same thing. In a swimmer, when was the last time that you saw a really out of shape, heavy swimmer? Um, It's this way in every industry. I just feel like our industry is a little bit more um, red flagged, I guess you could say, Mm -hmm. because that's all everyone's talking about. But they're not talking about how a girl put herself through college, or bought her parents a new home, or all the positive things that mm-hmm. can come out of it i have some kids that we've repped since they were 14 15 years old and they've gone to 10 countries they've traveled the world they have a nice nest egg mm-hmm. where they can do whatever they want from here and they can still probably keep doing it for another five years um, so there's there's those stipulations in every in every kind of sport right that's out there and it is in our industry too we promote a healthy lifestyle and healthy living. So I don't want the skinny girl. I want the girl who eats healthy and who works out, who has definition in her body. Exactly. Not that's just skinny.
0: Right. And I think it's also
1: important to note, this is what the industry looks for. Yeah, this so, is and I didn't make it up. Yeah. Which always makes me giggle because they're like, why do you feel this way? I'm like, I don't feel this way. Mm-hmm. Our industry, the designers set the standards So I had to give my clients what my clients want. Exactly. Just like if your daughter needed to run faster. If she's in track and she needs to run faster, she needs to figure out how to run faster. Right. And if she can't, she's not going to win. Right.
0: And you're very matter-of-fact about it. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, I think, and that probably maybe comes from because you've been doing it so long.
1: I think it's that. And also, it's it's just frustrating sometimes because there's so many realities in every every yeah. industry, but in ours it's just so yeah. like a little attackish. So I probably get a little Yeah, probably you know, my hair gets up a little bit. <laughs> um but I understand it at the same time because just like the height issue, I have girls who are five five who are beautiful and amazing. And the clients are like, No, we want her to be five nine. That's
0: heartbreaking.
1: And it's hard, you know, so there's you know, there's good and bad parts as far as sure. that goes. But again, if you, you know, mm-hmm. I have friends who are in California who are prepping their kids for football, um, trying to get scholarships for a college. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. You have to be the height. You have to be the weight. You have mm-hmm. to be a certain speed. You have to have the right audition tape. You have it's to. Skill. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Talent. So it's it's the same thing. It's just yeah. portrayed a little bit differently. For sure. And you do as,
0: I mean, and I've asked you this question before. You kind of have a a talent when it comes to looking at someone and just saying, yes, no, yes, no. And a lot of talent comes from Southern Oregon. Yes. So much.
1: It's so incredible. And it's so exciting to watch some of these kids. You know, the boy that I'm dealing with this morning, he's in Paris right now. He just booked um, German in style, 10 pages, single by himself. Um, he's flying to London for that, then going back to Paris, then doing Paris casting shows, and then going to Milan, doing Milan shows, and then I'm going to meet him in New York in July. So he came from Crater. Oh, my gosh. He was actually in his mother's womb when I met his mom because she was my next-door neighbor. So that's how long I've known this boy. Okay. And he kept coming in over and over and auditioning for me, and he was just super awkward, and he just wasn't ready. And for me... You know, I think we've been in business for 20 years because we are honest. I'm not sitting there saying, oh my gosh, you're gonna be a star. You're gonna be amazing. It's like, wouldn't you rather hear the truth, you know, than to lead you on into something that's never gonna happen for you. So we waited and finally at 16, he came in and I said, I'm so excited. I have watched you literally grow up in front of my eyes. You're 16, you're ready to go. We took in my MTA. He won everything. He spent his 16th birthday in Paris. That's
0: crazy. An IMTA uh, convention twice a year. Yes, New York and LA yep. and it's kind of where all of these aspiring talents go and they yes. can get actually signed for jobs mm-hmm. at these
1: conventions right And it's it's the Olympics of modeling and acting. okay so there's like 350 agencies that go from wow. every major market in the world. And there's usually you know right around a 1, 1500 contestants from all over the world that compete. And within, you know, a six-day period, I can have a boy like like Dylan signed in five different countries. Mm-hmm.
0: And we're talking about over the years you've been doing this, there are girls and boys from Medford and Klamath Falls and mm-hmm. Central Point
1: and wherever. who ton from s- Grants Pass.
0: Grants Pass. We have a
1: flood of Grants Pass kids right now, which we love.
0: And they're signing with, with companies like Guess, and they're in,
1: you know, Help me. They're, I mean, they're in uh, Vogue and Diesel, um, Redken, um, Calvin Klein, Armani, uh, Louis Vuitton. I mean, probably it's Probably a hundred different campaigns, um, and it is amazing. And the thing is, is that we can, and I say this a lot, but we can live in this beautiful place and have kind of a normal life. And But also develop and, and help create mm-hmm. these amazing young people to go out in the world and not only make a good amount of money, but have these amazing life experiences yeah. that you couldn't get. Because some of these kids, their their goal is not to be a business person or to go to college. And they're beautiful, great kids that this is their their path that they want to take. Right. Right. So this is kind of their ticket out of town is what I was getting at.
0: Yeah. And I mean, again, young, young kids, teenagers mm-hmm. who mm-hmm. are signing these huge deals. Mm-hmm. And I know you've had, you've been to IMTA before and some of the other agencies have just looked at you and said, what is in the water over mm-hmm. there? Because you we do have a lot of talent here.
1: Yes. And we've worked really hard to have that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just just this year, we've had several agencies uh, come in and do castings and stuff with us. and. They come from Paris and London and LA and New York mm-hmm. because they know when they come in that they're gonna find someone mm-hmm. and like I said it's not it's not a coincidence it's hard work my staff is phenomenal they are just a part of IMD as I am it's a it's a group effort for us mm-hmm. to do what we do and um, and it is pretty incredible to watch these kids go from not having an agency to now I manage, their career with five different agencies and traveling all over wow
0: that's pretty amazing and congrats on 20 years thank you that's incredible it's so it's so bizarre i'm like wait how old am i what happened well and you and i met i think i want to say it was maybe 2002 2003 i think so yeah and we met in the worst awful the most awful way awful way i can't remember it was uh your friend who oh yes had been murdered um, and I was working on that story yes. and trying mm-hmm. to talk to friends and family, obviously. The, it's the worst job for a reporter Right. Uh, when there's tragedy. It's go and see if you can talk to friends and family. And that's mm-hmm. how you and I met and um, kind of just created a friendship after that. Right. We did. And it's
1: been great to see everything that you've done, too. Yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah. You're well,
0: it's just nice. And, and that kind of brings me to you are incredibly successful and IMD is incredibly
1: successful. Why have you stayed here? I, so I I took a short little uh, five-year stint of working for Wilhelmina in this amount of time during IMD. And I did it because I needed to have a little something extra to inspire me. Mm -hmm. And I loved it for the first like, well, I only signed a year contract and then it automatically renewed, which I, didn't know it was going to do that <laughs> so I was like Kale okay, stay two years and I don't know what happened I blinked and five years later huh. um I enjoyed it but also it I was exposed to so much mm-hmm. um the politics in the in the agency life it can be a little stressful mm-hmm. and I have our life here where our staff gets along so well and we're like a small family mm-hmm. I mean we do a lot of stuff outside of the office together sure and it you know in the big picture of it it can get it's like any industry you know you go work for a top 500 company in new york and it's a lot different than southern oregon mm-hmm. and that's what i experienced i enjoyed it but i travel a lot and so i get to see the outside but my roots are here i would never want to leave here to be honest And through dating and all of these different things, that's like the first thing that I say is, I have a business here and I'm not leaving, so. (laughs) Yeah,
0: so when you're on a date, it's like, um, it's
1: gotta be Medford or nothing, sorry. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. But then then people come here who've never been here, especially my LA and New York friends, and I'll say, okay, so let's do a casting. We'll work for like several hours and then we're gonna go do winery tours for four hours. Okay. And they're like, I'm coming back for sure. And they all do. Mm -hmm. They all do because it's beautiful here.
0: There's something about Southern Oregon. Yes. There's just something about this place. um, You know, and and it can be frustrating at times when, you know, you want to go have dinner at 11 o'clock at night. Right. Yes. And, you know, not a lot of things are open. But Mm -hmm. there's just something about this place. And it's not just the beauty. There's just something about Southern Mm -hmm. Oregon that
1: just keeps people here. And, And it's funny because... I try to actually not tell a lot of people that because... Don't move here. I know. I'm like, there's so many Californians that are moving in here. And I'm like, no, stay. Um, I think that's funny because you've been on both sides of <laughs> I, that. I know. I know. And I came back. Um, but it, but it is, you know, like I said, my especially my New York friends, when they come in, they're like, Oh my gosh. Flying in on the airplane mm-hmm. was so beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Oh, just wait.
0: You're like, yeah, I know. I'm like, there's
1: 85 wineries here. I know.
0: I know. What? It's like, how yeah. is that possible? Exactly. So you do travel a lot mm-hmm. and you have clients that are all over the world, which brings me to, I just learned this. You have a
1: globe in your office. I'm I totally do. throwing you under the <laughs> bus right now. Geography's hard. My staff will laugh. You know, I'm not gonna blame it on one teacher, but I'm just gonna (laughs) say that someone failed a little bit on holding me accountable to learning geography. So I do have a globe in my office, because I think we have, you know, right now we have someone in Thailand, Istanbul, Tokyo, um, London, Paris, two people in Milan. So I need to understand where everyone's at, and then when we have to book airline tickets, I have to understand how far it actually is from one to the other. Um, or sometimes you can take the train, which you don't know that unless you really sure. look at that globe. So, so you've learned yes, a lot. You have yes. learned a lot. Then mm-hmm.
0: is have you ever um, booked someone somewhere and you're like, wait, where is that?
1: And like had to Google or look it up. No, I have to. I have to figure it out before I even go there. Okay. Which I do a lot. I okay. Google a lot. Same Where here. where something is so that I fully grasp. Yeah.
0: I'm a big fan of Google. Yeah. I think we're all a little smarter because of Google. Maybe.
1: Absolutely, Thank and you, also, Google. what did we do
0: before that? Right, this is not an advertisement, by the way, for <laughs> Google. I know, what did we do before we could look up something on our phone?
1: I don't know. Like
0: a word, what it means, where somewhere is, what if something's like not open, I mean, I don't know what we've done without cell phones. Sad. And I do the
1: trend, uh, you know, between like euros and US dollars, and oh, yen yeah. and US dollars, Yeah. I have to put that in Google all the time. Right. Because I'm like, okay, but how much money are they really making? <laughs> yeah. They're like, they're making a one million yen today, and I'm like, yeah, that? but what is that really? It's yeah. like a
0: dollar an hour. Um and also you mentioned your dogs. Um you're as yes. you said, big animal lover. Now I knew you had one dog, but you've recently gained a yes, second.
1: Yes. I gained a second. So my um Joey is now t- almost 12. Um gosh, oh. next week. Oh, Joey. 12. I know. Joey, happy, happy birthday, Joey. happy birthday it. Joey. Um and I got Livy because my vet was saying that it would be a good idea to keep him active Mm -hmm. and he can kind of teach her the ropes. So I got her. She's like a year and a couple months. And um, it's been so much fun. Yeah. I mean, the two of them are, they're just, they're hilarious. They, I'm pretty sure that they think that the pool is their pool (laughs) and I'm just like visiting in the backyard. Um, But, you know, I love having him in the office because, It's kind of an intimidating environment, any modeling agency, to walk in and do an audition. And I feel like when the kids come in, it just kind of puts them more at ease. Like it's a family environment and just relax. Mm -hmm. You know, everything's fine.
0: I think it's also nice, we have two dogs and we got our second dog as our first dog was getting older. Mm -hmm. Um, And I hate to put it this way, but it's kind of that good transition too. Yes. Because they they don't live forever, sadly. Mm -hmm. But it's just nice to know that you will have another puppy Yes. when the other puppy leaves you. Right, right. And you've dealt with that. You've dealt. I have. Uh, who hard. was before Joey? Cypher, the black lab, mm-hmm. yes. It's awful. It's yeah, you awful. met him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I did. It's awful. It's not a fun thing. No. Um, so the two pups, and they get along good?
1: Yeah. They're buddies? I mean, he gets annoyed with her a little bit sometimes, sure. but... Um, you know, but they're they are. I mean, if you go to my Instagram, it's it's quite silly. There's there's more of my dogs than there is mm-hmm. with the models, um, <laughs> but they're pretty funny. They they snuggle a lot together and play together and nice. sleep together. So it's a it's a fun thing.
0: Yeah, I posted a picture of my dog Samson last night by the fire pit because he had this glow. Uh-huh. <laughs> I have to post it, and you do the hashtag. Yes, I'm crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah I am crazy about my dogs yeah. um okay we're gonna uh, wrap up a little bit before I get to my final three um IMD just celebrated 20 years mm-hmm. what are you looking for
1: towards the future just sort of steady Eddie, being consistent yeah we we just moved our office mm-hmm. up to Hillcrest Park and that was a big journey for us after being in the same cobblestone village for you know, 20 years right and and that was kind of a big thing for us. Mm -hmm. Um, We love it up there, Beyond Words. Um, Everything is so close now, my house and that. And um, we, I would say for for 2018 or 2017 was our best year that we've had ever in 20 years. Wow! So that was a huge milestone. 2018, we're pushing for more bookings, more people getting the bookings, Mm -hmm. which means that we're really focusing on how to go to the casting and how to nail it don't just go to the casting, but book the job. So I would say that's probably like our main focus.
0: Awesome. All right, moving on to the final three. Best advice you've ever been given?
1: Ooh, that's, oh, there's, I have to say I've had some business mentors over the years and I I would say probably, I hope I'm gonna give the right one. Bad publicity is good publicity. If no one's talking about you, then you're doing something wrong. Mm, mm -hmm. And it's not really even necessarily something that's bad. It's just, you always want there to be a buzz. And if there's not a buzz, then there's not enough people coming in your door.
0: Ooh, I like it.
1: And we get, and I say that because I would say our referral program right now is like on fire. Mm -hmm. So one of my boys was in Paris and he was rooming, actually he wasn't one of my, we didn't rep him yet. He was rooming with one of our boys and they ended up talking a meeting. He just walked for Prada. Wow. And he didn't have a mother agent. We became mother agent. We sent him to Korea to work. He came back, now he's meeting us in New York. He just shot for Vogue twice. He's phenomenal. Then he referred another boy, which he's coming to New York next month with us, And then he referred his friend, who's in Germany, Mm -hmm. who's beautiful, who just went to Istanbul and worked for two months, made a lot of money. Then he's meeting us in New York. Wow. So it's everything is just you want the buzz, you want people talking, Mm -hmm. and you want everyone understanding what you specialize in. Okay. And you kind of said it earlier, like scouting and development is definitely our our specialty. For sure.
0: Uh, If you ever left this place, which you have, the Rogue Valley, Um, what would you miss the most? What would bring you back
1: here? The weather. Mm. Good answer. I mean, really, it's, you know, my friends, I sometimes, if I'm traveling a lot, I don't get to spend a lot of time with them. In fact, unfortunately, I got this flu thing that everyone got. Um, I was at a commission for like three weeks. Mm -hmm. And my friends were like, are are you okay? Are you going to leave the house today? I'm like, yes. And so, you know, I love my friends, and they're amazing, but the weather here, you can't beat it. Yeah, you really can't. The only other place that I love, love, love is San Diego. Okay. If I was to, like, have maybe an apartment or something somewhere that I could rent out to someone. Okay. (laughs) San Diego. Yeah, San Diego. (laughs) That's the only place that I can ever imagine living.
0: Uh, All my family's in South Carolina, and I get asked this a lot. Would you ever move to South Carolina? Mm. Sorry, Mama. It's just the weather is so perfect out here. It is. And I just the humidity all four I can't seasons. do it. I
1: know. all four seasons. I, I mean, you can't beat that and I don't know where uh, who else has that. I agree. I agree. Um,
0: final question, okay uh, if you were ever given a last meal and a last drink,
1: what would mm. it be? It's my favorite question. S- um, I would have to say sushi. Mm. Because I eat a lot of sushi. And a glass of Roxy and Pinot Gris.
0: Okay. This is not an advertisement for Roxy.
1: (laughs) Brenda, you're welcome. (laughs) I love
0: it. Uh, If you're listening to this podcast on iTunes and you like it, please subscribe, rate, and review. It helps other people find us. You can also check out the video portion of this podcast at ktvl.com. Just click on Features and then Off Script. Teresa, it's very good to see you today. Nice to see you. And thanks for sitting down with me. Yeah.